It does. Um, I think like even like with me doing marketing and just kind of like just learning the business side, I think I think of art as a business. For me, I'm like, hey, if I see something that's trending, I like it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see how it goes. So I think at the end of the day, like I am a business. Domwink is a business. I, as an individual, I'm a business. So yeah, I like keep putting myself in a position to where companies want to work with me. And I don't think if I just to one style. I wouldn't have the opportunities I have in front of me. So I'm always in the, I'm always trying to learn what's happening, what's new, color trends. I'm always just trying to stay educated because if you don't, then you get left behind. Welcome to Vibin' With, the podcast where we learn the artistic journey and musical inspiration behind your favorite puzzle color puzzle. Today, we are vibing with Dominique Brown, the artist behind Old Classic. Dominique, is a Los Angeles-based artist that creates portraits that celebrate diversity. Her artwork is rendered in color palettes ranging from minimalist to vibrant, with the purpose of featuring men and women of color in the hopes that others can see representation of their culture and identity and feel empowered. Dominique, it's great to talk to you again. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us. So how about you yeah. tell the audience a little bit about your history? Like what, how did you get into art? I feel like I've always been into art. Like I feel like one of my first memories was when I was in preschool. And my first drawing that I remember is me drawing this woman. She has like long hair. Is a, and I remember my teacher was just like, oh my God, this is so cute. I love it. And I think that kind of like sparked me to always kind of just keep doodling, keep sketching in class. Um, I kind of always just did that like all the way, even through my college years when I'm taking notes, I always had like a drawing on the side. Um, or even at work, if I had like a space to where I can draw, I would take that opportunity and just draw somebody. Um, I think even like, like when I spoke about me being in preschool drawing, um, I was young a person. I think I've always just been very inclined to just drawing portraitures. Um, and ever since, I feel like in high school, um, I ended up getting into a program called Ryman Art. And through that opportunity, I was able to go to USC and take art classes. And then through that program, it was a mentorship that allowed me to learn that there's so many opportunities um, and basically in the creative industry to be an artist in different ways. Like you can be an art professor, you can go work for Disney and their Imagineer department. Um, so that always kind of like opened like my eyes to like, okay, I could major in art. I could be in art in some kind of way. Um, but when I was in school, my my degrees were in AA in graph design, a bachelor's in communication with a minor in VR, and then one was my marketing degree, which is a master's. Um, but I'm very educated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I have a little couple of uh, little things too. Like I did like UX. UI design at UCLA, also um, Otis College. I went to school for um, art as well. Um, but I kind of, my mindset was that I was going to go into marketing, which I've been, I, which I do at already. Uh, but I think with the pandemic coming in, it kind of really forced me to really see if there is a, a space for me as just as an artist. Because um, I was working two jobs to save from my house. And during 2019, I moved into my house like March 2020. And in April, I was like, I gotta give up the second job. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna lose this income, but I'm gonna see if I can make it up with being an artist. And with me just posting on Instagram, some artwork, the Etsy, even have my own store, it kind of just blew up in a way. Like my artwork kind of went viral in a sense to where it led to me working with a bunch of different brands, as you see with me with, with you guys. You know, that was do like an outreach, but 
you guys, I caught you guys' eye. So I'm kind of wrong. Oh, ignore my dogs back here. But uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just kind of. I didn't. I didn't think too much about the artist journey. I thought I would just gonna be selling art prints. Maybe I'll sell some originals in an art gallery. But I didn't think of in the capacity of me working with brands. Um, it's it's been a wild ride, but it's been fun. Yeah, you know, we were actually on um, Rolling Martin, uh, for, for, for the color, and we noticed that you're you have like, there's some art in, on his show that is oh. yours. And I'm like, hey. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool. You know, on your social media thing, you how many brands you worked with, you're definitely like, you know, in it. Which and it's so interesting because I didn't realize that you had just been doing it more, you know, kind of in this more recent um uh more recent years since twenty nineteen. So very cool to hear. Like how do you make those connections? How did you kind of get into that world? Um, I think it's really just been of like just a blessing in a sense like, i think it's kind of weird like I, I think like sometimes i have like this weird like i guess i would say i guess it's imposter syndrome where i'm like why is this all happening to me like there's so many artists in the world like there's some artists i look up to and i'm like oh my god your work is amazing but i'm like how come you're not doing these kind of things and stuff so i really think it's just really just been coming from me just posting also just doing just outreach just like if i see somebody i want to work with i just write them i guess with you guys i wrote you guys i was like do you guys want my artwork? And <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I think it really comes from just understanding that if you don't try to put yourself out there, it's always going to be a no. So just throw yourself out there. So, um, I I think also I, I will say like maybe like maybe my education has helped me too with me doing marketing, um, just yeah. in my job. Well, so it kind of gave me a perspective on how to position myself in regards to, um, talking to brand, um. So I think I've just been kind of just is the it's a mix of outreach and just social media that's been really helping me a lot. Um, like in regards to like so like for Beecher Report, I had Drew um, Martin King and uh, Crayon for TikTok, and it went viral. It wasn't like millions of all like millions, but it was like I think the highest right now is like four hundred thirty thousand views. Um, but it got the attention of Beecher Report, and then for um during uh March Madness. I do Herbert Davis and Crayon for their social media. Awesome. Yeah, I know. We're, we know that what's going to go viral on TikTok. We were doing that lately. Uh, him, because I don't. He's, he'll send me stuff all the time. He's like, do this TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then it'll be like months later. And he's like, really? Yeah, <laughs> I am older. Well, I'm not an older millennial, technically, but like, I'm just like, it's, it's, I can't get into all the. Well, because the millennials go to it. <laughs> no, yeah. no it is tough like i feel like when tiktok was coming around i was like this is where king is i'm not gonna be honest mm -hmm. and yeah. it. um but it's definitely been a big outlet to reach out to like for companies to notice you because i'm going there there's a chance of going viral you have greater outreach through tiktok instead of instagram bad algorithm but it it's um it, it's tough because like you said like you're older millennial and yeah. we act kind of way like I, I'm like I'm I'm 28, about to turn 29 in a couple of days, and then it's like this weird thing. Yeah, so it's like this weird feeling of like, am I too old to be going in? But but we you know what? I follow a lot of housewives, and these women are like in their 40s and 50s doing TikTok. So I'm like, dang it, if they can do it, <laughs> I have to get my life together. 
that's how I like that. Like, there's somebody that's older than me doing like doing like art, like drawing is like something you did as a kid. So it's like I'm I'm kind of doing like something childlike. So I'm like, hey, I might as well keep going through TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's cool. Yeah. Actually, like, so one of the things you said earlier, you know, uh, you reached out to us. And like when we looked at your website, that was one of the things I noticed about the website is very well like professional looking and very at this part your marketing and your UX UI and all the things you did in, in college and stuff. So I mean, yeah. How do you feel? Like, I mean, I, I feel like that played a big part into like how successful you've been. That's in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like that has a little bit to do with like just getting? How do you feel like it like, like helps you help a lot? Um, I think it helps me a lot because I guess I do have like an idea of what, what does the design look like in regards to me like this design for other companies. I guess like even many collaborations I was already working. I, I feel like I always forget the number. I am, I feel like in my, when I was younger, I was a huge job hopper. So I have worked oh. for like different jobs in different industries. I have. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been in all kind of industries. So I have worked in real estate. I have worked at, in a car dealership. I was a postal worker. I have been everything. So I think I'll be working with so like just working in so many different environments. Um, and in a capacity of doing graphic design, I think I can. I think it kind of does give me some kind of advantage, and especially in regards to my artwork. Um, I think like when I create artwork now. Um, before I was creating artwork for myself. But now it says I'm in a, in a commercial state to where I am working for brands and also just on the artwork, the different outlet. Uh, my mindset is like, okay, I'm designing for other people. So I'm definitely, a lot of my artwork is so then other people can look at themselves and feel represented. I love it. That's awesome. Well, you know, I was going to say, like, I think that sometimes, like, people who go to, like, art school, like, that's something that people talk about is, like, they don't teach you, how, they teach you how to do art. Like how to, you know, color theory, that kind of stuff. We don't necessarily teach you the business side. So like you having gone to school and like for marketing and graphic design, like you learn the business side. So you kind of can look at it from a different perspective. And even like people who are like, oh, I, you know, they think of like the being in a gallery is the ultimate. And if that's what that's, if that's what you want, then that's great. But you you will see the commercial options, you know, like because you have had all that exposure. So I think that's awesome. Because like that's something that we, in talking to artists has like found like there's so many avenues that sometimes you know if you're a kid growing up that enjoys art and you think this is just a hobby how can I make money off of it but there really are a lot of options and that's that program you did in high school probably really helps you know really help to kind of open that up to your mind as well yes it does um I think like even like with me doing marketing and just kind of just learning the business side I think I think of art as a business um, I know that I guess if I had saw I do so many different art styles. I'll do a line drawing, I'll draw on paper, I'll do something on my iPad, I'll do it on the computer. I know that some I know it rubs shoulders with some artists because some artists are really built around like have a style, have this one style, this is your look. For me, I'm like, hey, if I see something that's trending, I like it, I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna see how it goes. Cause I think at the end of the day, like I am a business, Dom Wink is a business, I, as an individual I'm a business, so yeah. like I keep putting myself in a position to where companies want to work with me and I don't think if I just to one style I wouldn't have the opportunities I have in front of me so I'm always in the I'm always trying to learn what's happening what's new color trends I'm always just trying to stay educated because if you don't then you get let you know. I'm gonna say like well you mentioned get say educated like wait 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 what are some like resources that you think that you use to kind of stay in the know 
Oh, I mean, I can look. Like, a lot of times I might go on, let's say, one of my favorite websites is like bpants.net. Um, Dribble, I'll go. Pinterest is fun as well. Um, or even just like looking, I got, or I'll try to stay in touch with like seeing like what's in art galleries right now. I'll try to see like what is selling. Like if I see a piece that's sold for 30 grand through an art show, I want to figure out why would they want to select that? You know, so I think me trying to build value around my original artwork. I think I'm just always trying to figure out like how do I put myself in the right position in regards to as a commercial artist, as a fine artist, in, in any kind of capacity. I'm just always I don't know, but yeah, you mentioned like Behance and that. Yeah, I, as I'm a graphic designer as well, so I definitely oh, yeah. use a kind of like you know, uh, Behance or inspirational stuff. You kind of get ideas. I also like I like to look at different like, like you said, different different um mediums and different like forms. So I like, look at like you said, working at uh, uh real estate, looking at some of the things you see in real estate that might work in another space. You know, kind of getting inspiration from other things outside of like the art world or the out the uh, design scene. I think that helps a lot to like really. Keep your mind looking at things differently, and something you can tell, dif- differentiate yourself when you're doing design or, or art and things of that nature. Yeah, no, it's always good. It's always just to know what's happening in the business. I mean, I think I think of like you can just look at like just big brands before, like Blockbuster, like they were huge, but they didn't stay yeah. on trend. They're gone. So I just try to think of myself as a business. I try to, I just, I just think of just everything in a business sense of like of everything. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so, okay. you, oh, oh, sorry. You, you go ahead. Oh yeah. I've had people like I know like some people have been like, Oh, your work looks like so and so's and stuff. I'm like, that's cool. Same way that if you go into like a Walmart, a lot of stuff in Walmart looks just like Target, but they're both still competitive with each other. So I just yeah. really trying to figure out like how do I say competitive in a way? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that means like you yeah, have like uh is Dom Dominic Inc. with IMK, is that is that a it's like L L C and all that stuff like that? It's all yeah, it is. I got it all set up. Um, I think the, I think cause it it is a play on my name, obviously. But yeah, I just I I, I think like in twenty twenty, I just didn't think it was gonna be like Domo Inc was just a website name. It wasn't really anything to it. It was just like mm-hmm. um. But I think now with me working with brands and stuff, I just been really working on trying to make myself very professional. Like I'm working through the trademark, um, and I just just trying to get really serious about it now. Well, do you think that like hinders your art in any way? You try to be more uh, professional and like make you less creative. Do you feel? What do you feel? Um, I think in a sense it does. Like I feel like, but I, I but at the same time, I feel like my artwork has gotten better because now I feel like I have something to prove. Like I think before, I was just just doodling. I'm like, oh, okay, I want to draw this. I want to draw this picture. I don't think it was much thought behind it. But I think it was me um, having a business and just doing brand collaborations. Um, and I think when I'm doing collaborations and projects, you're forced to research because they'd be like, okay, we want this. So while I'm researching, I'm finding new ideas, which is pushing me to be a better artist in a sense to where my work is sellable and there's also there's value behind it. Before I like, and you look at my work from three years ago, it looks nothing like my work now. Yeah, I was going to say like, as far as the like commercial, like the, yeah, the fact that you've worked all those different companies was also probably factored into it. Like it helps, like you ha- you can have a different creative lens because you have worked in, you know, something that may be benign to something as as postal work versus you know. <laughs> 
that and then i think it, i mean i think it is helpful because then it forces me to learn new tools like i think like even like in, in a job like one of my jobs i never had used adobe illustrator but for the role they're like we want you to create avatars of of the co-workers we want to create avatars of people so do it and i'm like i don't know how to do that but who are now like with me using illustrator at my job it taught me how to create digital artwork that i sell now so and then if i'm just doing projects i'm just always being forced to be like all right i gotta learn how to use this tool in order to get my work done faster or hit deadline so it's very it's actually pretty good in a way i mean it does hinder you in a sense because when you're when you are working commercial you can't make things the way that you want it because you have to meet your brand guidelines but i do like that it does teach me it's just more of it is i like the education oh well i was gonna ask look what is your um what is your favorite medium like i know you said you just mentioned adobe like you've mentioned crayon like what what would you say is your favorite uh it definitely is the markers and acrylic paint i think it's just really fun um I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I can, I feel like that is my skill set. I mean, that's where I started was just drawing on paper. Um, I think like with me, I'm still learning how to be a digital artist. Um, so with me just going to paper and just pick up a marker, it's like very easy. Not really much thought. It's just the only thought process, like which color comes next. So that brings you another question. So with that, on your piece that we selected for, for the puzzle, is that all digital or is that art digital? Oh, well, it's not Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I use um, I use Procreate. That was like something I think like oh. when I had that artwork, it was like that was fun too. Like I do like doing digital work on Procreate because it is so it it's it's kind of still like a free flow. Like as it would be using markers and paint, there is a free flow twist. Like when I'm on the computer making like something like more flat, it is like a, just a flat design. Um, it's a little more technical, but when when I'm just on the Procreate or on my Pete, where it's like just free flow. Oh, so you've actually received the puzzle, and we we've actually just redesigned our boxes and like have oh, a little yeah. yeah. So like, so your your this collection is like the, all these artists are getting the first the first view of the new box. Like, what do you think? How was it to get your puzzle in the mail? <laughs> I I absolutely loved it because I mean I didn't have I didn't have no thought behind it. I was just kind of like, all right, a puzzle's coming. Um. So when I opened it, I love the side of it. Like it's the artwork blown up. I don't know. It just feels very like, I don't want to say like, cause like usually when you get a puzzle, it's just like one picture. It's just like, this is what's going to be in there. You open the box and then, but it just felt like, it just felt like luxurious. I don't know. It just felt, I like, it was just a really nice, it was like a nice touch to everything. Well, that's this, you know, graphic design education <laughs> at play. <Yeah. laughs> I like, liked it. It didn't make sense. If you're best, especially if you're selling it in store, like if it's on the side, if you still know what it is, it was just I liked it. It was really good. Yeah, because that was the thing when we thought about our first box design. It was originally originally was for us to cut in house because we were going in house. We ordered uh, a lot, so we had to keep the box design. But like with that box, we wanted like we had to be very um, generic with it because we wanted to be. The art will be on the front only but now we're able to like order in bulk and actually order a different design we decided to go that route and really go into it and make sure every every different side has something different but something like impactful and so yeah i hope, um, I hope that's what it did and uh i've seen like in my head i've seen things like i want to tweak <laughs> you know i'm not yeah. 
work and stuff. But mm-hmm. but like I think it's great, and I'm super excited for everybody else to see it and get it and get it in their hands and interact with yeah. it. So, that's what the best part of it. Yeah, like I feel like for me, yeah, I feel like for me, I don't really have time a lot of times. But like it's like me seeing now, my like, okay, I feel like building this. Yeah, about <laughs> it. Yeah, our mom did your puzzle, and she said it wasn't it wasn't hard. So I think it's a really fun and easy puzzle, like like an easygoing, like you know, introductory maybe if you're right. not somebody who does puzzles a lot. Nice. We we select our art. We try to have like a range of like. If you're somebody who doesn't necessarily do puzzles, but you just need something to kind of chill, or if you're somebody who like loves puzzles and wants a challenge, like we like to have a range. So yeah. yours is kind of one of those with more beginner or like, you know, like I said, leisurely puzzles um, to do. And it's really, yeah, it's really, really nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to take time in because that's my goal. I want to like lay it out, get it all done, put the glue on it and then hang it up. Yeah. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> Yeah, feel <laughs> so awesome. And see how when a warrior, you know, <laughs> and like you said, accomplishment. Like I, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I have not finished a puzzle probably since grade school. So <laughs> I'm like, let me, let me, let me take some time out, take everything off the dining table, and just let's let yeah, some time out. <laughs> well, I will give you a tip because my mom is like, not everybody knows this, but. Start with the edges. Most people do, but like start with the edges. That's the, the easiest way. And then, you know, of course, sorting by color. But it's for artists, it's really easy to do. Like we actually have a, a friend that um, is a photographer that does a lot of our puzzles just to help us with like, you know, picture with our website photography and stuff like that. And she's like, as an artist, like I know how to, you know, how to, to see the differences in color. It makes it a lot funner for me. So, you know. You, I'm sure it'll be super easy. <laughs> that, that, yeah. And you're you're extremely familiar with it because you did it. So, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, you're right about that tip about starting with the edges. I forgot about that part. So thank you for reminding me. <laughs> oh yeah. I definitely would have just been like, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> oh, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so what uh, would you say? Like, we you know this is a podcast called vibing with so it's all about music and what inspires you so like what would you say inspires you like when you're when you're creating what kind of music do you listen to or what kind or do you listen to music at all i do listen to music i just want to go see kendrick i really i've always been kind of like a good beat kind of a girl like i like very upbeat music um i listen to i would say look i'll put i listen to kendrick i love j cole I like Beyonce's new album. I like my city girls. <laughs> uh, I really like my like female rap music. I asked me like really things too, like a like a lot of just very like empowering kind of music or just something maybe like more fun. Like I like I love Tyler the Creator. It's one of my favorite rappers. Um, just loves upbeat music. Just something to kind of just keep me just flowing because a lot of the times if, if I'm not listening to music, then I feel like I slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps you upbeat. I've been listening to like a lot of podcasts when I'm working, and I like I, I do enjoy listening to podcasts. But like recently, I'm like I haven't listened to music in a long time, and like when I did, I was like, oh, like it's a, it is a whole different like energy that it brings when you're you know to your day to like just like jam out something and you know, while you're working. <laughs> I know. I feel I feel like I've actually like pushed myself away from my like, TV. I always want to get the podcast. I do because I know there's a lot of education behind it. But mm-hmm. I just 
like no TV, just music when I'm working. That's that's yeah. my workflow. Yeah, it can sometimes be distracting. Like depending on what I'm doing, I'm like, no, 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 I gotta pause this, take a break. It's like I'm trying to read or whatever. But but depending if I get it like in something that is kind of a little bit more mindless, then it's like it's like I said, the education of it. Like I have a two year old, I don't have time to read as much as I would like. Uh, and you know, as the business, it's like we need some motivation. Sometimes we need some. We need to figure out like a market. Listen to a marketing podcast or something like that to kind of help to to you know figure out what next steps are. <laughs> yeah, retail, retail related ones. I get into retail, so mm-hmm. yeah, we got lots of different podcasts on our more my playlist. But like, yeah, we went to music. Like, he was sort of like uh to Rico Nasty. I was gonna ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, like she, I, Insecure, like I love their, her soundtracks every time there's a new, well, I shouldn't beat this song anymore, but you know, whenever Insecure was on, like she always had a really good soundtrack with a lot of great female rappers, so. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to that when the season drops, when the playlist drops. Yeah, yeah, and then I haven't seen her, I don't know if that like, show started yet, but I've got it on my, like, you know, list. It's all that glue on back. Yeah, that's good. I watched it. I watched all the rest of the movie. Oh, I did? Okay. If you guys want to try. It's got some good stars on there, too, so we'll probably add those to the, to the playlist as well. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, well, I know we were saying that, like, you know, Mark, you, you were a lot of times having to, like, kind of conform to, like, what your client may want. But, like, when you're just creating for yourself, like, what do you use as inspiration to kind of get you in the mood to, to create? Um, I feel like I've been like leaning towards a lot of like fun photography that I really been like like I like see like a, a photographer I really love recently. Her name is Nadia Lee Cohen and her photography is so fun. So I really been trying to figure out how to make my artwork have some kind of like be fun and also have like a story. Like before like, a lot of my portrait jerseys were just kinda like just head and torso, but now I'm trying to lean into more of like drawing more of the body having some kind of story more than one person in there i just been trying to lean into more so what's next for your uh for your brand what is next i really want to get back into launching more products i feel like i just been so on the road doing so many different things with my brands which is absolute blessing but i just I just feel like I haven't been like I haven't been creating no new apparel. I haven't been doing really anything in regards to me. So bad for my for my customers, but they're probably like, where is anything? You haven't made nothing, girl. But I just been there. <laughs> it's always like, when's the next question coming? And we talk to artists all year long, and it's like, mm-hmm. you, yeah, but you gotta get so much together to get that out there. So I definitely understand that. <laughs> That's probably my next move. Is just give back into the store, just try to think of new ways to make the store something. Um, but right now I just kind of just been on my individual brand in a way of just Dominique Brown. How do I present her? Yeah. Well, I love it. That's, that should be good to do that as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Like I know like, you know, I'm, I, in addition to puzzles, I'm in a corporate world and like, there's always these classes about make yourself a brand. You need to be a brand. So you really have got it down as far as mm-hmm. like, you know, like people know, to go to you for xyz because you have like this brand you know head mindset so that's fantastic i'm probably need to learn because <laughs> i'm just like i'm just doing this thing like <laughs> guys i'm like you guys are in stores you guys did roland martin i did roland martin too but like 
my, like, like I feel like when I was on there, it was just more like an artist introduction kind of thing. Yeah. But you can just scoring interviews on news outlets everywhere. He has anyone. Uh, even my dad was like, I, dad was, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm talk to Puzzle with Tyler. And he was like, oh, I saw them on Roland Martin. So I was like, oh, that's a good yeah. cool. <laughs> That's all. Well, we try, but it's, 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 it's definitely a juggle with all the things going on. Like you said, like you'd be, you'd be so busy with so many other things. It's like, how do we get back to that other thing? You know, you gotta learn how to balance it all. Like I'm like, I'm like, you know, the emails, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. And before you know it, it's like, oh, it's been two weeks. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Especially like my Instagram DMs are a mess. Like I literally open it up, and, like my my anxiety goes up, and I'm like, I am so sorry, everybody, but I can't do it today. I'm like, I'll, I'll try again tomorrow. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like I, you know, I say like I'll open my emails and I'll be like, I don't. I would rather just delete them all and start from scratch. <laughs> I don't know about Definitely, yeah, I ignored a couple emails or just add, leave it on rest. Like I'm like, I'm gonna deal with that in about. A day or two. Yeah, I know. A day or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certainly, y'all been playing. Like, like, I need to get through some emails. I'll work on that, though. So, um, yeah, I mean, could you tell our the audience, like, where can we find you? How do we follow you on, you know, the socials, website, Etsy? Give us the information. Okay, Right. Okay. So you can find me on my website, which is domoink.com. I'll spell it out. So it's D-O-M-O-I-N-K.com. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Snoop Doggy Dong and on TikTok at domoink. Uh, so same spelling, a D-O-M-O-I-N-K. Awesome. It's so funny because every time we see you like on our news feed, I like I'm reading it too fast, and I always think I'm like Snoop Dogg posted a picture that she did, and then I'm like that. I'm like, I gotta read this. <laughs> and then I, and the worst is I get so many mixtape DMs because people think really. <laughs> That's people send me all their Snoop Dogg stuff, or they give me like you know, Dogg fan art or something, or somebody like, yo, look at my new mixtape, and I'm like, do you listen to them? No, I just I don't have time for this. Like email rappers in your in your. You need to respond and be like, "Yeah, that's fire, man. Keep going." <laughs> <laughs> right, I shut on. Right, <laughs> I don't want to do people like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll feel you. <laughs> That would be Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I know, you know, we had a little bit of an incident getting on. Um, but it's great talking to you and happy birthday. You know, and I hope you have a great birthday celebration in store. <laughs> I know this is my last year until I am 30. So I'm trying to enjoy my, my little bit of 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just turned thirty in August, so enjoy your knees hurt now. <laughs> Nothing changes. That's what they already heard. I feel like I'm right. Oh, I play, but the late twenties is pretty much there. But I just, right. I, I just listened to a podcast like yesterday, and the person was like, 
like, oh, if I look back at my pictures from when I was in my 20s, like, I wish I had appreciated how hot I was. And I'm like, man, that's not the truth. Because that Facebook memories be like, I look back, I'm like, I saw something that said, like, you know, your 30s are just your rich 20s. And I feel like, oh my, yeah, I was. I'm like, I remember when I was younger, I had to pay my, I paid my tuition in cash. So I was like, I was hustling and stuff. So I'm like, I really didn't have 20s. So like now I'm like, all right, I'm looking forward to my 30s because this is more my relaxation. I work from home. Get some traveling, get some, you know, yeah. You didn't know it I'm doing better now. I'm like, I feel like I'm like, look at my pictures when I'm 20s. I'm like, mm, I, I didn't like how my hair was. That was when I had no money. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I love oh it. I'm doing better now. You can also listen to a curated playlist of music to pair with this artist puzzle on Spotify.